Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. Beloved, I thank God for your life. I'm Apostle Leon Kofi bringing you a word of encouragement this morning from the heart of your father. But before the word of God comes, be blessed by this song titled, As the Deer. And this one is sung by Kent Henry. God bless you. Jesus, a beautiful song as a deer panted after the water, so my soul longed after thee. And you know, the reason or the explanation behind this is that you see, when the deer is panting after water, it's not because it's thirsty, but then when a deer is being pursued in the forest by a wild animal, often they track the deer by the scent of the deer. And so the deer has to run for its life. And the only way the deer can escape is for them to lose its scent. And it cannot lose its scent until it finds a water body. When the deer enters into water, whether it's a stream or a pond, its scent disappears. So the wild animal seeking the deer can no longer track the deer. So when a deer is being pursued in the forest, what it's looking for is a body of water, water to enter into in order to be safe, to be delivered. And so when the deer is looking for water, it's panting for water, for safety. And that is what the psalmist says, in the same intensity of desperation is how his soul longs for God. Because really, our life and our our sustenance and our living and our well-being depends 
on finding God. Amen. And so we will have to look for God with that same passion, that same intensity of feeling that it's God or nothing. Amen. It's God or nothing. And until we find him, beloved, our lives are always in danger. Until you find God, you are really an endangered species because the enemy is out to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But praise be to God that God always gives us wisdom. Amen. And I'm reading to you this morning from the book of Mark chapter 2, the verse 1 to 12. And Bible said, again, he entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was noise that he was in the house. And straight away, many were gathered together in so much that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door. There was no room, way to enter into the house. And he preached the word unto them. And they came to him, bearing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. And they would not come near unto him for the past. They couldn't find a way at the door. So they uncovered the roof of the house where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the sick of the palsy, Son, your sins be forgiven you. By the way, certain of the scribes sitting there and reasoning in the house, asking, Why does this man speak blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only? And immediately Jesus, when he perceived in the spirit that that's what they were reasoning within their hearts, he said to them, Why reason these things in your heart? Whether, which one is easier to say to the sick of the palsy, Thy sins be forgiven you? Or to say, arise and take up your bed and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the sick of the palsy, And I say unto you, arise, take up your bed and go your way into your house. And immediately he arose. He took up the bed and went out from before them, insomuch that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, we never saw it in this fashion. Amen. So this story is an account of four friends whose sick whose friend was sick. I believe he was paralyzed and he couldn't walk, he couldn't move. And they heard that Jesus was praying and preaching in a house in Capernaum. And many people had gathered there because they were receiving the word and were going to receive miracles. And they knew that if only they could get their friend to Jesus, their friend would walk. And so they went to the door and there was no room at the door. And then in their desperation, they climbed the roof of the house, broke up the roof of the house, and let down their friend. And when they brought, the friend came down from the roof right before Jesus, Jesus was amazed at the faith of these four young friends. And because of their faith, he told their friend to arise and he healed him. Of course, there will always be the naysayers who were, you know, wondering and Reasoning in the heart because Jesus said to him that your sins are forgiven you. And they was wondering, they were wondering, why does he think he can forgive sins? But Jesus said to show you that I, I have the power to both forgive sins and to say to the man, arise. He said to the man, rise up, take your bed and walk. And the man got up and took his bed and walked. Which means Jesus has the power to forgive sins as well as to make people walk, to heal. Amen. But what we are looking at this morning is the friends, the friends of this young man in their bid to find a solution for their friend, they found opposition. Too many people at the door, no way to go in. Sometimes we also find in the same in our lives that when we want to find a solution to major issues in our lives, 
we are faced with so much you know opposition impediments issues people blockages that will try to either stop us impede our progress or try to frustrate our efforts and that was the situation these four friends found and they they really wanted their friend to be healed he was paralyzed and therefore they carried him on a stretcher and the word of god declared that jesus was in this house preaching and there were miracles definitely about to happen there his presence and power was there and so these present knowing that and believing that jesus could heal their friend took their friend there but when they could not find room at the door they said we must get to him at all costs as i'm talking to you today about getting to jesus at all costs looking for god and finding god and seeking god at all costs they did the unimaginable they climbed up to the top of someone's house took off the roof <laughs> and lowered their friend into the house right in front of jesus that was really really a sign of desperation it means that they it was it was a do or die they had to get their friend to jesus jesus was amazed at their faith and healed their friend amen these four friends they sought god at all costs they didn't have let anything prevent them or hold them back from getting to the lord and from receiving healing for their friend beloved in your own bit to seek god or sometimes just to make things good and right you'll be challenged definitely in life if you want anything good you'll be challenged you face much opposition from people from situations in life sometimes it could be if, even from friends you face many many oppositions but praise be to god that by our diligent search we will find him for he says that those who seek him will find him hallelujah amen you must keep your eyes beloved on your vision to get to god that is the most important thing no matter what it is set your eyes on the vision that this is what i want i want to get to the lord i want to draw closer i want to meet him i want to have an encounter with him put that in your mind these four friends face a dead end situation but they found a way around it it was an unconventional way but it worked in their favor amen so when you are faced with a dead end situation sometimes the leader of the spirit might be unconventional but if it's of god it will stand amen you know the enemy of your life satan will always want to prevent you from seeking god and that is why you find it so easy to spend an hour watching TV or a movie and find it very difficult to spend an hour reading your Bible or an hour praying. It's so difficult. Yes, it is. And it's all part of Satan's devices to lure you away from seeking God, which will bring you great solutions and great rewards in life. Amen. So this morning, beloved, your father will have me encourage you to seek him. Put everything aside and seek the Lord. Let that be your desperation. Be desperate for more of God. Seek him with all your heart. You know, especially in times when you feel like you can't pray. When you feel like you, you can't pray, that's the time you need to pray most. Because it's an, an indicator that Satan has got a plan for you to destroy. So he takes prayer life out of your life. The first thing you must do, beloved, is to seek God intensively, intently in prayer for every situation 
that you find yourself in. And nothing should come between you and your quest for God. No self-interest, no hobbies, no social media, no friends, no jobs should stop you from seeking God. You know, sometimes you want to pray and then social media is calling. You end up spending an hour just scrolling social media when you could have used that hour profitably in praying. Hallelujah. Beloved, we will see God. Amen. We will put all things aside and see God because it is in God alone, beloved, that we will find strength and he alone is our help. Beloved, see God at all costs. Let nothing stop you. Let nothing harass you because God is found of those who seek him and God wants you closer. God bless you. Have a fruitful day. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Let me pray over your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, I pray over my beloved one. And I pray, my God, for a hunger and a thirst within you to seek God. And I pray that may God also embrace you as you seek him. And may he work things out for your good. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Now, beloved, if you have heard this word and you have not received Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, this is the time. Pray after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the Son of God who came to die for my sins. Jesus, forgive me of all my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you. You've been saved and you indeed have begun this awesome journey in seeking for God. You are converted, but then you ought to be discipled. So seek God with all your heart and you will prosper. Have a blessed day. And remember to share this good word with as many people as you can. Amen.